Welcome to the Small Business Surgeon Podcast, the show where we dissect the businesses of top producers, examine their growth strategies, and share with you the bare bones of their success. I am your host, Samuel Smith, and I'm glad you're here. Let's operate. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to this week's episode of the Small Business Surgeon Podcast. And guys, I am very, very excited to bring us today's guest. He is an award-winning actor who has taken time out of his busy schedule to come hang out with us today. So uh, please welcome to the show, Gary Kens. Gary, welcome. Thank you for having me. Dude, thank you for coming on the show, man. Um, man, the, the first time I saw you, I, I didn't really like you because uh, you had done such an amazing job in that movie. Um, before we go into the, the discussion of who you are, man, what's it like playing a villain? It's fun. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's honestly opposite of kind of who I portray to be in real life, but, um, villains are necessary to play to see the broad perspective, um, of humanity basically. So, um, I don't know. I actually enjoy playing it. Yeah, was it was it difficult to get into character? Because when I met you, you were the complete opposite. I'd already made up my mind not to like you based on the character from the movie, and when I met you, it was it was such a nice surprise. So, how did you how do you go about getting into character like that? Well, that one I remember reading the script a couple times and going, okay. And I first said no to it a few times. I was like, you know, this thing going to work logistically. I got to get on a plane and you know, the money wasn't too right. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to decline. And then I couldn't sleep. So it kind of, the character manifested itself in me. It wouldn't let me sleep. It's like, yo, wake up. You're playing this role. So I ended up hitting the back going, Hey, um, I'd love to play this role of Charlie. Um, let's make it work. And they did. And, uh, I went and shot it. So it was kind of one of those things that subconsciously was, I was prepared for to play other than that. I mean, lines are just secondary. It's, the character and the mannerisms, the tone and the situation that really matter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it wasn't that difficult. And I, I know some people have gave me crap when I was on the red carpet doing the interviews and they were like, must have been difficult. I was like, no, it's easy peasy. And they seem to be dumbfounded by that. Some roles are harder, some you know, take more. Right. That one. I don't know. I mean, it was just fun to play because everyone else was so nice. And then I'm just as kind of <laughs> going off the rails sometimes. Um, but it was, I admit. It was hard to watch. As soon as we started, they started playing it. And I heard my voice come. I was like, gosh, I was cringy going, God, what a piece of crap. You know, this <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, you, you nailed it, though. I mean, it was great, man. So for the for the audience uh, that, that hasn't seen your stuff, tell us real quick, uh, Gary, just who you are and a little bit about your background. Uh, well, uh, I feel like I try to just be like this normal guy from uh, Southern California. Mm-hmm. I was born in Cleveland, but I grew up in Southern California. I just, uh, I enjoy filmmaking. I enjoy just that whole aspect of life. Um, pretty simple guy, though. It's not, I can't really get into me. I feel like I'm a boring dude uh, outside of just doing film. So uh, occasionally riding motorcycles. <laughs> uh, and that's uh, pretty much it. I mean, unless there's specific questions, I wouldn't know how to describe myself. Well, just... Tell us what it was like growing up in California and what triggered it in your mind to go and actually carve out a career in an industry that's notoriously difficult to get into. What was it that made you want to get into acting? Uh, well, I remember seeing my cousin when I was like eight or nine years old 
she did high school plays and my cousin Kenny up north in Northern California in Manteca. And I remember going, wow, I just fascinated by it. I'm like, they're on stage and they're performing and, you know, you know, someone in real life, but then you see him performing on stage. It was kind of first time I've ever had a witness of that. I mean, of course we watch movies and TV, but that was, that was another world in our mind as a young child. Then you start seeing it in real life. You're like, well, can I do this? And then I, what separated it from that point is seeing a, an actor named Corin Nemec, mm-hmm. who would be doing uh, a, a miniseries called I Know My First Name is Steven. And then I remember seeing Parker Lewis going, wait, that's the same guy. And then I was like, wow, I want to do this. And I remember sitting in a tree going, I want to do this, but I was afraid to tell anybody. And then I ended up just moving to Southern California, heard about this little actor studio, went in, just randomly walked in and said, hey, what do I got to do? And they said, well, prepare some monologues. And we have some agents coming, you know, a few weeks from now. And long story short, uh, you know, agents took me on and started doing commercials. And Well, what, what did it feel like as, as a kid standing in front of an agent auditioning for stuff? Was it, was it intimidating? Was it scary? Well, as a kid, I was a really young. I, I wasn't in front of the agents. Um, I did do some stuff where I got kind of doing an early 90210 and stuff like that. Doing a play as a kid, it was very nerve-wracking. I remember my first class. I remember, I didn't realize it, but everyone told me my knees were shaking. And, I, you know, it was like, it was like fake doing a Jack in the Box commercial or something like that. Like, ooh, this tasty burger, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't speak like this. You know, this isn't real. Uh, but... Yeah, as a kid, it could be nerve-wracking. It's less and less now. I mean, now, I mean, I'm more nervous not on stage than I am on stage, if that makes any sense. It's, um, that's my, like, where, uh, like where I feel like the king of the jungle, you know what I mean, is when the camera's rolling. Outside, I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Let's just keep it peaceful, <laughs> you know? I totally understand. So, like, did you go straight into acting then as, as a full-time career? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty much what I do. That I meant from the from the beginning. Uh, not since like I when I was a child, I kind of just did plays mm-hmm. uh, younger, but started doing commercials when I was like 19, 20, 21. Did a bunch of commercials that was able to pay bills because commercials pay a lot more than some of the stuff you do on TV and movies sometimes. And but yeah, full fledged in the last 15, 20 years, pretty much. I had no idea commercials paid more than movies. They what? did. They did back then. Do um, you can work? I remember working six days out of the whole year once. It made over, but close to two hundred G's. Just, just, uh, and just because they air, they paid so much for residuals. It's just like what's ridiculous. Um, now it's not so much that they're almost all non-union and quick buyouts. But I don't touch them really anymore. I haven't done commercials in forever. But yeah, you can you can make a killing unless you're doing some like, you know. Verizon spot where you see the same person over and over, they must have some huge contract. But yeah, yeah, I don't, I, I don't mess with it no more. I bet Flo at Progressive's got a nice house. I hear she's got, I heard like a fifty million dollar contract. That's what I heard. I don't know how true. Oh that wow, is, yeah, wow. imagine. And then the Dos Equis guy was making like fifty million. The Verizon guy, like those are serious contracts. Um, but. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know those numbers. I never did those numbers. So. I don't know, man. I think you'd make a good Verizon guy. We should we should call we should call our man at Verizon and hook you up. For a T-Mobile user, yeah, that'd be a good one. <laughs> I wouldn't want that though. That one and done. You know what I mean? I'd almost rather be in obscurity in the film world and 
almost be unknown but instead of just that one commercial spot. No disrespect to them. I mean, they're making the money. But I think you see those guys pigeonholed. They don't, you don't see those guys going on to have successful TV and film careers. That's true. That's yeah. very true. So I think keep that money, you know. <laughs> you just got done shooting over in Thailand, didn't you? Yeah. Dude, what can you tell us about that project that you, you've got coming out soon? Uh, that was a great experience. It's called the, the film is called Operation Blood Hunt. Um, it's with uh, Jonathan Reese Myers, uh, Rampage Jackson, UFC fighter, a uh, bunch of other great actors, Peter Dobson. I mean, go on and on. It's just Miles uh, Cloessy is a guy blowing up. Uh, Louis Mandalore directs it. Uh, I don't know. I just can go. I don't. I can't go too much in depth because there's obviously I haven't been able to post much about it. There's so many photos that I want to post that I, I just can't. <laughs> right. I don't. I, I I understand it, but then I don't understand. I'm like you know PR, but then they want it more released when when it gets closer to release. Right. So for sure. We have so many photos where. There's groups and you can see it, but there if it was solo or with two people, they were like, no, don't post this too charactery. I was like, ah, oh. because it's just, I mean, a lot of people send me messages going, hey, what are any more photos from, you know, Blood Hunt? I was like, no, but I tell you what, I hear there's the, they put an assembly together and I hear it looks great. It felt like we were shooting grass Park, not saying it's on that level, but the couple things that I saw, the footage, it's a fun entertainment popcorn movie with, you know, just put together really well. Um, and it'll probably be out, I'd say, by the end of the year. It should be a good turnaround. That's that's awesome news, man. What what yeah. was the most what was the most fun part of filming that for you? Um, working with my buddy Louis, who's a, just an amazing director, um, actor. Um, he's uh, just watching him because I know him as an actor, but I've worked with him briefly as a director on his other film he did years back. I had like one little cameo spot on it, but this. He's in the trenches, man. It's not easy to film in Thailand because of the conditions. The weather is hot. And no matter what, there's rain at any given will. And then, but watching him just focus, I mean, it just kept me in the loop. Uh, honestly, I was just fascinated the whole time just watching him and really orchestrate the script and working with us as a group. It was a really great experience. Man, it sounds like something uh, that's uh, a once in a lifetime for a lot of people. Uh, what's what would you say that your favorite country that you've uh, that you've shot in has been? Oh, well, country that I filmed in. I mean, I can't, I want to say not not Thailand. I want to maybe Bulgaria. <laughs> it just Thailand was tough because of the conditions were hot. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, the jungle, but it was still fun. The great great people. I mean, so just they always it's like this. No, you know just so it's almost submissive and, and appreciative of your presence which is great to have that so right. but outside of thailand i'd say bulgaria I had a great time years back hopefully to go back again um hope to film in other countries but i'd say bulgaria was was my overall favorite experience because that was my first time outside the country filming too years back oh wow so what what was the project like out there that was good it was a uh, hero one with uh, cuba Gunny jr ray liotta margaritas there was a cool action bank heist film that, uh, you know, was there for like almost a month and completely different. It's a different world for me. I was like, wow, I can't even read the signs. Like, what's going on? <laughs> you know, um, that it just it changed the game at that point for me. I felt. Right. 
For sure. So, like, action movies are, are renowned for outstanding camera work. I wanted to ask, what's what's one of the craziest things that you've seen done to uh, to get a shot? Ooh. Well, man, I don't know. Maybe not the best guy to ask for that one. Uh, I don't really pay attention to the camera. Uh, <laughs> and then I, I mean, I've seen some stuff where it's just long, long stretch, you know, shots. Um, but nothing, I mean, it's hard to, that's a, that's an interesting question. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Maybe in Malignant when I had this camera for like scenes that I've been in mm -hmm. when we've had to kind of do a dance around, it's not such a huge action scene. It's kind of when I go and kill Brad Dorff's character who played, he was the AKA Chucky. We had some cool camera work there and you may not be able to see it when you watch the movie, but when we were filming and it was a lot of camera movement and a long drawn out things. The only thing I could think of that was a great choreographed scene that came out super seamless that seemed like effortless, but it was a lot to handle at one particular time. How hard is it to pull off something like that and just make it look that good? I'd say it's harder for the camera people than it is the actor. I mean, um, per se, uh, because I mean, there, there's a lot of technical focus feet, you know, they got to just move the camera and they have to stay focused at the same time. So, uh, I'd not that hard from an actor. If you're prepared, you know, you just time it, you, you know, hopefully no one gets hit. <laughs> uh, that, that's happened. Uh, but I'd say it, it we, you know, it's not super easy, but again, if you pr prepare, it's, it's, um, it's doable. Everything's doable. So, Gary, what advice have you got for aspiring young actors that look up to guys like yourself that have carved out a career for the last 15 or 20 years? What would you say to an aspiring young actor to maybe help them get going and get a little traction? Uh, first thing, number one, love what you do. I mean, you really got to love it because it's a long journey. Um, I, I mean, I've had answers like numerous people that have followed me and they're always, they are asking advice and I always do tell them, you know, do you love this? Do you know, don't just be an actor because it looks cool because there's nothing really glamorous. I always do posts that kind of try to seem real. Mm -hmm. Like I never try to see like, oh, I tried it. Like I just did a post the other day where I kind of put a poem, like I've been here, I've been here. I try to show the the, the tougher parts of the industry because a lot of people just like to post the glam. And the glam is that brief moment on the red carpet with your peers. The rest of it's hard work. And um, I say, you got to study constantly be no know what you're doing you know what i mean like I'm, i mean if i'm not filming i'm watching movies and shows i'm constantly studying constantly networking and that's that's really the name of the game but if you don't love it don't do it that's the first thing a lot of people love the idea of it but not the work the the hard work it takes to be persistent and with the longevity so love what you do i think uh, i think a lot of people like really underestimate just how much work it takes and and looking back at your IMDB, it goes back over 20 years. How important is it for young people to build as strong a network as possible? Uh, it's huge. I mean, what keeps me busy because I don't even have current representation right now. So networking is key. Um, my circle I've been coming up with the last 15, 20 years is who I just take phone calls from now. Like Louis, I met Louis 10 years ago, calls me on this and we've always kept in touch. Um, calls me, goes, hey, brother, I got a, got a role for you. I read it, so let's do it. Um, everything, uh, 
I have lined up is networking through the years. And then you, those people meet people and then you become in their circle. Now it's just one big kind of happy family and we're trying to find ways to collaborate. Mm-hmm. Um, but networking is, is essential. Beyond, first thing, you got to love it because it's not easy. You run into some shady people, but after that, networking is, is ex- extremely essential. Tell us about a time when maybe it didn't go right and, and how you kept the motivation up to keep going. Because I, I know acting can be, it can be quite tough to break into. Yeah. Um, I try not to focus on the, the things that don't go, go right, but obviously there's, there's a lot of times that it don't. So, I mean, you have to just, you can't take things personal, even though if it is personal, I mean, you have to brush it aside and keep coming because there's been many opportunities where, I think when we sat down in person, uh, we had breakfast that time. I think I was telling you some brief stuff about the whole Me Too campaign. And mm-hmm. um, you have to overcome it. You have to. If it's, it's only the strong survive in really any industry, um, male, female. Um, you just got to keep coming. And, and I'm sure I'll have more downfalls that come in and be like, well, could have been this. You got to just keep you got to embrace it. You can't hold things personally. I mean, even though if it is, you know what I mean? Like you, you just have to stay positive. And like I said, that's where the love comes in. Mm-hmm. I mean, you are your own entrepreneur. Like that's why there's so, there's so many parallels between what you do and between what we do as there's a lot of getting knocked down before you, uh, before you win. So uh, what would you say the favorite part of your job is? Uh the characters playing them. It's something uh, I've realized that I, I just appreciate. It's addicting. Um, that is my heroin because I don't do drugs or anybody to ever say anyone that what makes me feel good is that character. When I went like playing Charlie in the role that you saw right, uh, me right. in, I couldn't sleep. I had to play it. Um, and watching it didn't fully come out how I wanted it to be, but that's sometimes out of your control. It's, there's a whole other levels, but nonetheless, is there and i can move on from it but it's really developing the character and, and living it like i'm excited for some stuff lining up now that i'm i'm i can barely sleep i'm just like <laughs> i'm ready to get on the plane because i might be going to london for this project and i'm like i just i i'm picturing the walk like i'm picturing like that is like literally what my mind's doing it i create the scenes in my head long before they happen and then my whole thing is just to execute it when they say action, um, it, yeah, it's definitely my favorite part. That and would be collaborating with your buddies. There's nothing better than that. Man, it sounds like you wrote out your dream existence and just checked every box on the way down the list, mate. Getting there, man. It's getting there. It's, uh, <laughs> it's been, it's been, it hasn't been always, you know, rainbows, but uh, you focus on the rainbows, you see more of them. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, absolutely. Uh, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Gary, man, I really want to really want to thank you for coming hanging out with us today. Before I let you go, um, tell us a little bit about the projects that you've got coming out for release this year and uh, where the people listening can find you on the Internet. Um, well, they can find me on Instagram, Facebook mainly. Um, the uh, movie's coming out uh, of a little little roles in uh, this movie called One Ranger with Thomas Jane and John Malkovich coming out. It's Lionsgate's. No, no exact release date, but it's soon. Mm-hmm. Um, the channel of uh, a good, good little moments in. Um, it's coming out, I think, in spring. 
It's an action movie we shot in New Orleans. Uh, Day Labors could come out anytime. I'm not sure exactly yet. I shot that a little bit ago. Wow. And there's a lot. The Day You Found Me is supposed to come out. The movie you saw is supposed yeah. to come out. That's been released by Sony. Um, and then uh, there's another one. Oh, Blood Hunt. Uh, supposed to come out later this year. I'm assuming if it's not November, December, it would be early, you know, 2024 because we just filmed it. You gotta have um, a busy year, man. Yeah, no, well, it's been a busy couple of years and it's all starting to pile out. There's something else too I'm forgetting. <laughs> um, I was just looking, I keep forgetting it, but uh, there's more and there's more about the shoot too. So it's gonna be, it's that's, I just wanna be able to keep filming, keep rolling and uh, go from there. Well, man, I wish you all the best of luck for the future, Gary. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Guys, if you've enjoyed this, please go check out Gary's socials. We'll put the links in the show notes. And uh, be sure and tune into some of his movies coming out later this year. Gary, thank you so much, man. I really appreciate it. You too. All right, guys, that's going to do it for today. A huge thanks to Gary. Please go and check out his stuff. And uh, I will see you next Friday for Friday Fire. You'll be good. This has been the Small Business Surgeon Podcast. If you've made it this far, you clearly like it. So go on iTunes and leave us a five-star review. This helps people find the show and spread the good word. Share with friends and follow us at Small Business Surgeon on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you for your follow-up next week.